WSJM News Now. Team coverage from the WSJM Newsroom on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. WSJM News is brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download your free local news app today at the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners is hearing more about a plan for a new county juvenile center. In June, commissioners were told the lifespan of the current building in Berrien Center is almost up. During a Thursday meeting, Commissioner Jim Curran said Spectrum Health Lakeland has spoken to the administration committee about the need for it to find a new facility for its Sacred Heart Rehabilitation Center. The general hospital building out there is at the end of life. It any day now could just fall apart on us. We would be in trouble because all the utilities go from the hospital to the juvenile center. Curran said Spectrum Health Lakeland has suggested the county build a new facility with the hospital could lease from the county. The committee had instructions for county administrator Brian DeSette. To put together a concept of out on the Napier property, putting the juvenile center, the family court, and a building that would be 14,000 square feet that would be suitable and designed to house Sacred Heart. One deadline faced by the county is the federal deadline to spend ARPA funds, which could go towards the project. Administrator DeSette previously told commissioners that the county could eventually locate other services at the new building along Napier Avenue should it be built. There's been progress when it comes to children in Michigan as the Michigan League for Public Policy releases its 2022 Kids Count in Michigan data profile. We see a number of bright spots. We see improvement in 10 key trend areas in the last decade, namely declines in the rates of childhood poverty and birth to teens and children placed and out of home care because of abuse and neglect. Uh, but we really see that uh, you know, during COVID, we, there were a number of COVID-era policy changes that really were effective. Kids Count in Michigan Director for the Michigan League for Public Policy, Kelsey Perdue, says they do recommend making those COVID-era policy changes around the child tax credit and earned income tax credit permanent. She says there's still work needed to help a million and a half people who need help making ends meet. A former employee of Berrien County who's facing charges of embezzlement from the county is now facing more charges in a separate case. Last August, the Berrien County Prosecutor's Office announced 60-year-old Joel Johnson is accused of using Berrien County funds to purchase materials and tools for personal home construction and home improvement jobs. He was set to face trial in that case next month, but now he's been arrested and arraigned on charges of first- and second-degree criminal sexual conduct involving a person under the age of 13. The Prosecutor's Office also tells us he faces four counts of producing child pornography. Johnson was booked at the Berrien County Jail on Wednesday, he was arraigned on Thursday with a bond set at $500,000 and a GPS tether as a condition of his release. He'll be back in court again next week. It's possible these new charges could delay the embezzlement trial. Prosecutors couldn't tell us any more about the new case. A South Haven man has passed in a single car crash. The Allegan County Sheriff's Office says around 9.30 Thursday morning, first responders reported to a crash on 21st Street, south of 102nd Avenue in Osseco Township, and found a car driven by 76-year-old Thomas Tomandel upside down in the river. A pair of Allegan deputies and a pair of firefighters from the Yotsego Fire Department pulled Tomandel from the wreckage and transported him to Bordas Hospital in critical condition. He passed a short time later. Authorities are still reconstructing what happened, but preliminary reports say Tomandel lost control of his car on a curve before going into the river. Indiana Michigan Power has announced a new $19 million project to improve the electric transmission system in the Niles area. Spokesperson Sinead Doyle tells us the four-flag transmission line project will start next fall and continue into the spring of 2025. 
We are calling this the Four Flag Transmission Line Project, and it involves rebuilding about five miles of 69 kilovolt power line between Pokagon Substation, uh, that's right off of Barron Lake Road, and Lake Street Substation. It also includes rebuilding about three miles of power line from Lake Street Substation to Four Flag Substation. Doyle says this will improve reliability and reduce the length of outages. She notes some of the power lines and poles being replaced date back to the 1950s. The wooden poles will be replaced by steel poles. Whirlpool Corporation has been named to Forbes' list of America's Best Employers for Women in 2022. The list by the magazine ranks 400 American companies due to their dedication to the female workforce and diverse representation. Whirlpool says it's been recognized often as a leading company in employee engagement and was named to the 2022 Saramount Top Companies for Executive Women and the 2022 Best Places to Work for Disability Inclusion for the sixth straight year. Forbes based its list on four different criteria. Those are general work topics, topics related to women, indirect recommendation, and diversity among top executives or the board. Whirlpool CEO Mark Bitzer has also pledged to increase female representation in executive and senior level positions and make sure women get included in senior roles. The Michigan Department of Natural Resources has been awarded a $5 million grant to resurface 17 miles of the Calhaven Trail. DNR Trail Specialist Jill Sell tells us the funds come through the state's Building Michigan Together plan. So we will be resurfacing from the South Haven Trailhead to the village of Bloomingdale, which is approximately 17 miles, so about half the trail. The South Haven end is paved currently, and also the Bloomingdale end has a little bit of pavement, and so those areas will be repaved. The rest of it is limestone currently, and that will be resurfaced with limestone again. Cell says the work will involve the replacement of several bridges as well. She doesn't yet know the time frame, but says... It'll be done in the next few years, and the work will affect users of the trail due to temporary closures. The 34-mile Calhaven Trail runs between South Haven and Kalamazoo. Joanne Fabrics is now open at its new location on M139 in Benton Township. It announced in January plans to move the store out of the Orchards Mall. The store was open for business on Thursday at the shopping center on M139 that houses Mosaic and Ollie's. The sign at the Orchards Mall location was removed this week, and the shelves stripped empty. Joanne was the last national retail business still operating at the mall, and when looking to shop, Joanne can still do so, only now at its new location on M139. Download the News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM app and listen online anywhere. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf.